0: Back at it again. Who talk with my man, Adam Nelson. Uh, I think he's got the best hair in the game. I've just now really paid attention, and I feel like it's going to another level. He's on March Madness uh, Sweet 16 level right now, man. How do you do it? Tell, tell us the secret. What's the secret? Like you said, man, this this is the, the,
1: the March Madness. Got to be ready for it. Got to look sharp, man. I,
0: I appreciate it, you know. Locked in. It's
1: special. It's just how I roll.
0: Locked in, man. When you got it, you got it. They say it's not tricky if you got it, so... When you got it, you got it. Um, So much to talk about. So we got two episodes back to back. Uh, This episode will be dedicated to talking about jobs, which everybody wants to hear about. Everybody wants to talk about. Uh, There's been so much that's happening. So we'll just open up with some just opening thoughts on the job madness that's going on in March. I'll say this to, to lead into it. It feels like there's more jobs that have been open and closed before the sweet 16s even started than i can ever remember and i've only been in this business probably around it 20 years but in my time doing this man i've never seen anything like it so any thoughts from you yeah you're right um well first of all i'm
1: fired up back for another episode together like yes march madness love it we'll Absolutely. keep the rolling um but yeah no you're right and and you know you know i'm a little older than you i've been in this business a little longer yeah but you are are absolutely right this is this is the 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 quickest i've seen stuff get done and you know when i was coming up and and same with you i'm sure you know you'd wait to get to the final four because you'd hear of all the oh yeah that you know ad's are going to be there and they're meeting with head coaches and you know they're banging you know stuff was kind of drawn out then but now it's like we're we're not we, we didn't even get to like sweet 16 weekend here like stuff is is nuts it's flying um yeah you know and i think so and i've talked to a lot of guys about this over the last couple of days and, and, and there's a couple of trains of thought you know first of all I, I think in this new kind of like zoom world we live in you know it makes it a lot easier you're yeah. not waiting to get guys on campus or you're not waiting to all be in one place at the final four you, you can get the stuff done really quickly on zoom um but there's two other important factors here. Yeah, I want to see what you think cuz
0: I got a couple theories too.
1: Yeah, so so you know, so you got Zoom, then you have you actually have the search firms which which help a lot because they give a lot of background information. Yep. You know, you can say I'm interested in these three guys and within an hour, you know, you've got that file. You know, mm-hmm. you've got salary, what they'll, you know, what you think they'll accept, background blah blah blah. So, you know, search firms, but you know, the third part of that is right now with the transfer portal. like you got to go baby there is no time you can't leave a job open for two weeks three weeks a month because you're going to start losing ground you know i know we're going to talk about a lot of these jobs but look at how many jobs have been filled you know will open up on a friday and are filled by a monday like you you know here we go you're not losing ground i mean i just watched it was awesome i just watched uh uh archie miller uh his his little interview at uh uri and he said yeah he said uh you know, he's starting to work like boom, right away, wasting no time. He said, he's got no life. He's going to be in the gym. He's going to be recruiting. He's going to be, you know, focused on on building that thing, like from day one, which you have to be, but like, that's what I'm saying, like guys get, get hired, you know, within a few days and and they're, they're all over that portal, man, and not messing around. So I think those are the kind of the three big things, you know, the portal, the search firms and and the the zoom world are are making things like supersonic here.
0: No, you hit it on the head. I would have said a little different order, but, in terms of like the Zoom world happened because of people had to, and you talked about this before with almost a trickle down effect at the lower level, but the pandemic has changed how we had to recruit, right? Kids had to come on campus. Our kids didn't have to come on campus during that time. Jobs were getting filled during that time. Not as quick as this, but it was faster because you had to, you couldn't bring people to campus because of limitations. So uh, that started it, right? That was this trigger effect. Uh, The search firm part definitely cuts a lot of because most of these places still have hired search firms, even though these things have moved fast. And it just gives so much more of that middle person to communicate things and get information back and forth and know where you stand versus, you know, negotiating like you kind of used to have to. Um, And then the transfer portal, I think it's more it's twofold because you don't want to miss out on the new guys you can get. But I think even more so, teams are, and organizations and programs are afraid of losing the players you have Yeah, because you have nobody in place and then their phones are ringing or they're getting texts, whether they're supposed to or not. People are connecting dots and figuring out how they can get good fast. And college basketball, I think it's also changed the trend of having to hire guys who have this almost like recruiting, this elite-level recruiting experience. Like I've heard some people be critical. I don't have any problem saying it on this of the top golden hire to Florida. Like, well, wait a minute. How does he get to skip to get to that job from one NCAA tournament appearance? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas maybe they, and they have a template they've used. They've always hired young guys in their thirties. They kind of have taken that Billy Donovan, whether they've had the same success, they've taken that kind of look and resume, so to speak, to say, we're going to go that route. But the other part is you don't have to sign five stars at Florida anymore or places like that. You know, you can get high-level dudes out of the portal that will transfer that all of a sudden make an impact on your program and you're in a completely different place. You know what I mean? Um, and even looking at, like, Matt McMahon, he's at LSU now. Did a, They didn't have a great year at Murray the year before. They had some struggles, COVID, everything else, Aster gear for everybody, but they did a tremendous job in the portal as many people did, and next thing you know, they're one of the best mid-majors in the country. So I think it's twofold. On on all those things you said, I think you're right, Uh, and I think that's the reason why things have gone faster.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And also, you know, another good example, you know, you look at Iowa State, what T.J. Alteberger has done. You know, they were, you know, last year, they they were 2-22, and And what he's done with that thing in a year is unbelievable, and that's because he hit the transfer portal. Yep. Um, you know, and I think that's that that's important, um, you know, and, and the transfer portal, you know, it, it, it's it's, you know, it's really done a lot of, you know, different different guys have different opinions. Fine. But you have to embrace it if you want to be successful without a doubt. And, and you know, it's funny. I've talked to a lot of coaches, and coaches who have not changed jobs, you know, coaches who, who are back at their school for next right. year. And they've all kind of said the same thing. Their first thing they do when the season is ending now is they're recruiting their own players. They're just have making sure those guys are coming back Have to, you
0: know, and that's you gotta have those end of the year meetings faster. You can't wait till after spring break. Like yep. you have to know, Hey, are we in, we out, what are we doing? Right. So they know what they need to replace too. And I think if I'm not mistaken, March, uh, excuse me, NCAA did put the deadline in place for portal transfers to be done by, excuse me, a certain time in May. So you're not getting this bomb in June or July saying, I'm leaving. Not saying guys won't still do it because I wouldn't be surprised if people still try it. But at least it's, they're trying to create some type of deadline. But yeah, like you said, you got to recruit your own players as big yep. as anything now. Yep. Yep. No, you're right. It's, it's it's
1: a whole new world, man. It really is. It's it's a whole new world. But you know what they say: adapt or die. So you, you got you got to yeah. adapt, man. And, and if okay. you don't adapt, you're going to be stubborn. You're going to lose games, and, and, and you're not going to have a job. So
0: yeah, uh,
1: I would.
0: I think one trend I want to mention, so let's talk about a few trends that's going on. Yeah. So one trend that I see, um, and I think we all see it, but the trend of, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, just just so I have a little label. Okay. So we got an opening combo. So trends, right? So this trends, one trend I want to mention and talk about before we get into specific jobs is the older regime is now phasing out. And now the young, the next wave of coaches is coming through. You obviously had major retirements last year with uh, Roy Williams. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously coach K stepped down this year. Um, You know, you have guys like Frank Martin, Bruce Weber, that are no longer in those positions that those guys were kind of fixtures at the high major level, wherever they were going to be, they were going to be there, you know? So I think that's one thing that's kind of interesting to see is like it's totally different now is the the, the faces that will be the mainstays at that level are not. I'm um, obviously Beheim's kind of still hanging on Huggins, but there's very few of them that are still kind of just in there hanging along and kicking. So your thoughts on that trend? Yeah, no, you're right. I think that's a good that's a good point. You know, a, a
1: lot of those kind of big names you know names that you and I came up with right you know are, are, are going um, you know even a guy like Mark Turgeon who was yeah. at Maryland um, yep. you know they're, they're going um, so and like you said I mean th- there's a trend I mean there's definitely some some the Tom Creans of the world he's another one yeah. who's been there. he's been there a long time exactly but now you know we're looking at um, some some young guys some some up-and-comers I mean look at like a Dennis Gates you know, right. he's going to be a guy that's going to be around for a while. You know, maybe a Todd Golden's going to be a guy that's going to be around for a while. Um, so we're, we're kind of starting to look at that next generation. I'm just kind of going over my list. I mean, like a guy like Matt McMahon, right. know, wow, he got a great gig. Um, you know, so that's a name that, that's going to be around. But, yeah, no, it's definitely, um, you know, some some of the older guys are are, are moving on, and it is this new generation. Um,
0: is a, a new wave. It's just cool to see because you almost think, like, there's a point in time where you almost can't imagine college basketball without some of those, Roy right. Williams, Coach K, you know, you go down the lines, like, those are the guys. But now it's very different, you know what I mean? Just even thinking about, like, not even to mention some of these names, but, like, um, the guy used to be at Michigan, John Beeline. He was in the mix for a long time. And there's so many guys that were good, so good at the high major level for a long time They were mainstays that it's, it's changing. So a lot of these head coaching jobs that are opening, I mean, you're not, you're not seeing the same name being hired that used to be somewhere else. It's just moving to another place. It's literally new people moving up. Um, A lot of mid-major guys getting leveled up, which is always exciting to see. And uh, we'll keep talking about that. So another trend. uh, I love this trend. You tweeted about this. And it's kind of just a different, I guess, way of looking at it, but hiring the assistant coach, Um, or the associate head coach Mm -hmm. at the same level, not saying, hey, Mark Adams, we need you to go pay your dues at this other level and then climb up. Or uh, Tommy Lloyd, you've been at Gonzaga. You know, I think Tommy Lloyd, my humble opinion, Tommy Lloyd and um, Mark Adams, both going to Sweet 16, both being elite right-hand men to uh, Mark Few, Chris Beard, Then they get an opportunity. Mark Adams stayed at the place he was. He had been a head coach before in junior college, won a national championship. And then Tommy Lloyd goes in the same part of the region of the country to Arizona, which some would say it's even maybe a better job than Gonzaga in some ways, right? Pac-12. So, and those guys are having sweet 16 success, top 10, 12 teams in the country most of the year. And, I mean, Texas Tech wasn't even ranked to start the year. That's a, that's kind of like Iowa State, which we'll talk about that too. But I think that trend of you don't have to go. So for Jerome Tang, I think that trend led to Jerome Tang being like Kansas State. You know what? Let's do that yeah. because I do think this this theory is my part of my theory for obviously there's a lot of rivalry between Texas Tech and Texas. The whole world saw that, and we will continue to see that. Which well, great television, right? You got to love that part of the game. <laughs> Uh, and the fan bases. But I think on Arizona's part, I think there was a strategy. How can we take down and make Gonzaga weaker so we can be stronger and say, OK, like if we take one of their best weapons on their staff, then we'll be stronger and they'll be a little bit weaker. You know, so I think Kansas State, to their credit, I don't know if that was their thinking, but they take Jerome Tang, who's 19 years mainstay at Baylor, which is incredible to stay someplace 19 years. Never heard of that in my life. And so to take him, won a national championship, and he had such a big part of the defense and recruiting and day-to-day that uh, it's awesome to see him be able to get his own program. But I think those trends with those two coaches made that where that was a cool thing to do. And going back, even Kyle Neptune, he got hired finally, got his opportunity uh, at uh, – um, Drawing a blank. Um, Fordham. Fordham. He's got an opportunity at Fordham. Was with Jay Wright. Won multiple national championships there. So, anyway, I'll I'll pass to you. I think that trend is becoming more of a thing like, well, you don't have to get this lower level job or you don't have to wait for the mid mid. Like, you can get a high major job right there. Yeah. No, you're right. And I think that that's a, you know, it's nice to see, you know, from,
1: from, a coaching standpoint, you know, a guy that's been in it for a long time. You know, I've been in it. You've been in it for, for to see guys get rewarded. Right. Like said, Jerome Tang at Baylor for 19 years, um, put in his work and, you know, gets gets a, a, a great big 12 job, you know. Um, know so, so it's nice. It's, as I said, it's nice to see those, guys. you know, Mark Adams at, at Texas Tech, right, after, you know, the year they had last season with Chris Beard. And, you know, right. it was – and then, you know – a National
0: not, Championship game – Yep. lose to Virginia two three seasons ago counting not counting COVID. yep right and and, and you know and, and I say this with all due respect you know Chris
1: Beard goes you know Mark Adams is not like a sexy hire you know it's right. not oh, like yeah. it was not like one of these young up and comers but they you know one hundred percent made the right move I mean look what he's done with this with this group. and you know he is a basketball lifer he he knows the game you know and, and it's great
0: to see guys like that get rewarded um <laughs> yeah you know, it, it's and, hard too because it's like Do you think it was just the head coach that allowed them to win at that high of a level? You know what I mean? Right. Like, so to actually understand, like, let me steal from high level winning, but again, it wasn't sexy. Tommy Lloyd really helped make it more acceptable. And then Mark Adams as well. And I think Texas tech people knew what Mark Adams meant to that program. So they didn't want to lose kind of like we're talking about with these decisions. They made that decision pretty quickly. They didn't want to lose momentum of the guys they had. They didn't want to lose recruiting, so I think that was smart on that side. But then to see the success, I think it just opened people's eyes. Like, well, wait a minute, this is another avenue that was never really considered before. It was almost like you had to be a high major assistant just to get like a lower or mid major job, yep. but you weren't getting another high major job. It just you right. didn't get hired in the same league. It just didn't happen, you know? Right. Well, you're right. But, but
1: and you know, you go back, you know, look at like, and I, we were talking about Dennis Gates a little bit, but he was in a you know high major assistant in Florida. Well, right. what does he to do? He Florida has to
0: State.
1: Florida State, right? Florida State. He has to go to Cleveland State. Right. You know, goes down to you know the Horizon. Right. right. And, you know, does really well there. And now, right now, he's a high major head coach. Right. You know, so that's like you said that that's kind of like that old trend where, you know, you, you got to move like and again, you know, a guy like Todd Golden, you know, yep. at San Francisco, and then then gets the bump. So, you know, it, it, it's it's definitely, um, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. Right. But seeing those guys like like Adams and, and Tang get
0: rewarded is, is really it's, – it's great. Yeah, I think Dennis Gates kind of fits into this mold too because normally there's like one more stop for a guy like Gates. Yeah. To have to go mid plus before you can get the high major, right? Yeah. And even you look at like Chris Jans, similar situation. New Mexico stays in the whack. One big league at the end of the day, but – to just They were going to the Mount West. You know, you look at uh, Marvin Menzies. He went to UNLV, still high, high-level job. Um, Paul Weir goes to New Mexico, high, high-level job, but not power five job. But now you're saying, okay, we're going to skip that level. We're going to go straight to proven winner. I love it. I just love to see more guys. And again, Ben Howland's another one that's kind of been a mainstay. He was out for a little while, but back in. But you just don't see the same reach trend hires of, like, the guy that was there, and then he's in the studio, and now he comes back. It's not. It's it's different, which is good to see. Um, all right. Any other high, Any other trends before we get to the good stuff that you want to jump out? I guess the hiring we talked about hiring fast. That's another trend we talked about that. Yep. Uh, any other trends or things that stick out in general?
1: No, I I think those are the 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 biggest trends right now, and and like you said, I might I just think you know the, the hiring fast is this new world we live in i, I right. think that to be honest that's here to stay like that's not going right. anywhere okay. you know like you said maybe you know from pr- pr- you know hiring an associate head coach to a high major or, or promoting them from with you know whatever like that right. stuff maybe year to year who knows but you know this this zoom stuff this search firm stuff um okay. and the portal not going away so yeah I,
0: I'll, I, I'll add this one too i think the more i think the mid-major hires for the guy that was successful prior to, so we talk Todd Golden a bunch. Todd Golden, uh, there's a lot of talk right now about uh, what's going to happen in North Texas. Yeah. Is Grant going to take another job? Is yeah. he staying? Yeah. Uh, Ross is pretty much Hodges in line to take the job. If not, uh, you look at last year, different scenario. But Damon Stoudemire leaves. Uh, Leonard Perry gets moved up. Like there's just seems like there's been a little more decisiveness to give the guy who was the right-hand man at the mid-major level and that guy gets promoted yep. quicker than you saw in the past too. Well, that, you're right. So, you know, going back, let's go Todd Golden again at San Francisco.
1: leaves Within like 24 hours, Chris Gerlifson, the associate head coach at San Francisco, was named as right. the head coach. Like okay. no hesitation, they moved. Um, you know, and we're going to talk about some of these, but like New Mexico State with right. James Miller there. Like how quick that going to happen? Cleveland State. There's two guys there. Two right. guys, you guys there. That, that might get the bump. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, you know, we're, we're going to beat this, beat this for a while, but you go back to the transfer portal and losing guys. So what do you do? You know, boom, name that, you know, name that associate head coach quick, you know, especially, you know, from a winning program, you, you, yep. you've you been somewhere successful, like the job that Chris Jans did, yep. boom, he did a great job. It gets him you know, into the sec. Yep. Well, you know, maybe you got to promote his associate head coach and keep that thing rolling, you know, yep. There's some
0: good examples Yeah, I go I go back to even like uh this is going back a little bit but I mean Scott Perry when he got hired yeah. right like it wasn't as fast but that was when the portal they had older guys that had like grad transferability they could go quick yep. so they made that decision faster to try to retain those guys and those guys kind of rallied behind it um ended up going to different places but they they <laughs> they helped him get the job um yeah. and he's done a good job there Scott Perry has I'm not say anything against that. It's just those guys ended up leaving, even though they said, like, hey, he's our guy. We're going to try to stay. And then the band left. But yeah. anyway, let's get to the jobs. Um, you want to talk about openings first, or you want to talk about the hires first? Whatever you think. Let, let, whatever you got. We, we could jump Either around. We can, uh... let's, let's, do let's do both. Let's do both. Let's jump around. I like that idea. I like that yeah. idea. Good thinking. So, job. we'll go job opening first. Okay. Um, let's pick an opening. Uh, that you'd like to talk about first, anyone you tell me. So let's go. Well, let, let's let's talk about um, we well, got George Washington here. Which, let's do that. Let's do GW BW first, and then we'll go to we'll do two openings, then we'll do two uh, hires. All right, just alternate that way. Nobody can try to cheat the show. And say, oh, I'm just <laughs> gonna go to the end, or you gotta, you gotta stay with us the whole time. Sorry,
1: I, I like it. So, I mean, you know, so George Washington has been an interesting one where. You know James Jones from Yale has been a really big name there. Um, you know I, I think I, I think he's you know so James Jones has chased some some jobs every year now. Um, you know he's kind of getting up there where I, you know I, I think it's it's time for him to get paid and you know he's involved with at San Diego too. You know um, so I, I think he's gonna could be the year for him to make a move. George Washington's a good spot. Um, Mike Peggies the Former interim head coach at Louisville, yep. he's involved at, at um, George Washington, and um, and I lost my list, but but we got some others, you yeah. know. Um, so that's it, it, it's a really good job, you know, in the Atlantic Ten, you know. So speaking of the Atlantic Ten, you know, obviously I think URI did a good job with Archie Miller, but the one that's open right now in the Atlantic Ten too is UMass. Yeah, I'm curious about this one. This you know, kind we of just, talked, on. this- just talked about, you know, guys. Moving quickly here. How about UMass being like the. They were the, first
0: one, they were the first ones open.
1: Yeah. You know, so right. They announced Matt McCall kind of being, being. Before the season he, was officially over. Exactly. He coached a few games before it was over. Um, you know, so there's some thought that uh, maybe Mark Schmidt could be the choice there from St. Bonaventure. They're still alive in the NIT. So maybe, maybe they're waiting. You oh. know, Maybe they're waiting for that. I mean, that was like one of the
0: first names I think we talked about was that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, he, he knows the league, and um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, there's some some people want to say Frank Martin there, I can't see that. Um, you know, Kamani Young, the associate head coach at UConn, was mentioned there really early.
0: It seems yeah. like if that was going to happen, though, like you said, they probably would have done it because they're not playing. Now, I didn't think about Mark Smith, that makes sense because they yeah. are still playing, yeah, exactly. He's, he's a guy that's been in the league, had super high level success at St. Bonnie's didn't have the year that they probably wanted to have this year because they were preseason top 25, had an amazing year yeah, last yeah.
1: year. Yep. Um, but, but you know, but also so the feeling, to, you know, that, that I, it sounds like that, you know, Schmidt could be the guy. But then, you know, you hear all those na- other names and then you still have Jared Grasso there lurking, you right. know, after the year he had. And I think he was – you know, kind of hoping maybe for URI that didn't work out, but you know, UMass is still a good A10 job. But I'm just, you know, again, unless they're waiting for Schmidt, I'm surprised that it's that it's open so long. Um, you know, with with some other A10 jobs open, but
0: um, it, it's an interesting one. All right, one more one more trend that we'll talk about this. Let's bring this next job. Up. I'll bring up my last trend that I have for you. So Murray State, yeah. What what what's your thoughts on this one? Because this is obviously a high high level job. Has always kind of been a another, one of those like leapfrog type of places that people go there, win big, and get a high major job. Yeah,
1: so it's obviously you know super early there. Yep. Uh, but but two names, you know, you talk to guys, and, and you kind of start hearing the same names. Yeah. Obviously, you know Tim Kane, who, who's who's an assistant coach there. He, he was oh, there, you know been there seven years with McMahon and fantastic you know I'm assuming the players have his back I mean I think that will be right. you know one of those guys you promote but um one name that comes up a lot is Preston Spradlin from Moreheads. Yep. same league yep yeah and, and and um he's come up more than once from some really good guys yep.
0: I've heard his name a lot too yeah so I heard his name team. even before Matt Matt McMahon left that he would be a person that they would want to talk to yeah
1: yeah um, so, so again, went in the to the order. tournament
0: in the same league. He went to the NCAA tournament last year, yeah. last season, and was the second best team in the league this year. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it, right. So again, right, it, and it's still early there. Who knows what's coming out of there? You know, those are the names I hear a lot. But, but again, listen, you know, we talked about some of these guys from successful programs. Your right. head leaves, you know, promote them and keep this thing rolling. So, right. in my mind, you know, Tim Kane should be the guy there. But you
0: never know. Don't I love that that idea? I'm a hundred percent Tim Kaine fan, supporter, believer. He's been on All Access, he's a part of Embrace Us. I love the dude, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, there's a trend I'm gonna bring up with this job that uh, is interesting it's the run it back trend, right? Meaning, Xavier decided with Sean Miller to run it back, right? He's out, he's familiar, so I've heard Steve Prome. This is the job that he wants to have again. He's kept relationships there. He's not in any malicious way, but he's just made sure that hey, if something is to happen, would love to be back there. And so I don't I would imagine he left on great terms and obviously did a phenomenal job there. So I would just be curious if the running back trend is gonna is gonna is gonna benefit him the same way it did Sean Miller.
1: Yeah, I think. You know, it's a good name there. It's a good point. You know, I, I just wonder, you know, with that one, how much how much two and twenty two hurts him coming from Iowa State. You know, but you know, it's a guy who's had I think great relationships there. But you know, also on the other hand, Sean Miller got a job at Xavier again, and he had a lot more baggage than two and twenty two. Man, you know, he he you know, that's he, a whole another
0: show. But man, we got to at least mention it.
1: A lot of infractions at Arizona. So you know. Still going to get hired, but you know, unfortunately,
0: and that's the, the nature of this business. You know, he still won. You know, yeah. so- and that's and ultimately that's what these programs want to do. Yeah, these athletic programs, these universities, they want to win because it's it's bottom line still win. It creates money, buzz, tournament, everything else. So, I just man, I struggle with that to be honest because the other part of it is. The program still has their sanctions, yeah. but the coach doesn't. Yeah. But the coach is the one who did it yeah. or was in charge. But it doesn't <laughs> follow him. But it stays with the program. is Is such a backwards thing. Which a lot of things the NCAA does is backwards. No, it's well documented. But man, I just look at that like he yeah. just sat out for a year, did a little podcasting, and he's back. Yeah,
1: it's not what you're right, and, and you know, like Matt McMahon at LSU. Good guy, did a good job at Murray State. He He's going to have something to deal with down the road at LSU. I mean, they're, they're going Run to – there's something coming, you know, obviously. Um, you know, so like you said, it, it's too bad that someone else is going to have to clean up.
0: The- yeah, and the, and the part I really hate – I mean, I don't have any problem saying this as a minority assistant and knowing what that role is like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Tony Bland, Chuck Pershing, guys just completely out of a job, won't have a job again in the business, period. Took the fall completely these guys get let go and come back. Patino did the same thing. Yep. Oh, absolutely. It, it's nuts, isn't it? But even,
1: you know, look at a guy like Mark Gottfried, who, you know, had, had issues at NC State. Right. Was on all these FBI wiretaps. You know, he, he goes and gets a job at Cal State Northridge as the head coach. And, you know, right. obviously, you know, now he's out. But still, like, he, he went and got a job. But, right. like, you know, the, the, the young assistants who were involved, they're will they they're not going to coach again. Would no, will never you, have a chance
0: again. They going
1: yeah, you take you take the fall for it, um, and, and you know that's that's the whole, you know, NCAA, right? Uh, compliance thing now is the head coach is in charge of the program, and, and they're supposed to know. Well, you know what? They really they need to know. They really, you know, they, they got.
0: But that's still the thing, though. Why doesn't if the head coach is there? Yeah. It's like if you do a crime, like it doesn't stay with the people you. You know what I mean? It stays with you, the person. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I don't. I don't understand that for the life of me because it just it just sends a wrong message of like okay you'll get a slap on the hand you may have to sit out a while but you'll come back get a phenomenal job you'll be back in the tournament back making your millions and it's no big deal. Yeah you're right. But I will tell you what I,
1: if I'm a betting man I am think I'm betting that Will Wade is actually going to be the one that wears this though now.
0: You know, he Yeah, he, he's just he was just so he was just
1: so 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 extreme. Exactly. So I think that's the one guy that is not going to be back for a long, long right. time he's back at all. And and deservedly so. You know, so right. that, that's the one guy that is going to take a fall. Um, I, I think right now college basketball is a better place without him
0: in it. Um so I you know, I, I think you, it's cool. Yeah, speak it. I'm all I'm off I'm all for the smoke, man. We're gonna be on the job talk. We talk there. We let's yeah. bring the smoke, you know what I mean? I love it. Uh let's go back to jobs. I'm I'm having too much fun with the openings right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's go New Mexico State next. Yeah, look, there is another one that's been that's a little bit comical. Uh, and the former, Wichita State coach Greg Marshall has been slightly rumored around this job, but I think very similar enough. I just don't see even the gentleman here, Mark, um, their AD Mario. I don't see him doing it. Did a good job with Jans. Jens did have his, his own set yeah. of baggage he came in with that some people felt extreme about, um, took his time off the road, did, went to New Mexico State, which is a place that if you're going to rehabilitate, that's a place you can do it. However, yeah, Greg Marshall, I just don't – that seems like an extreme one that you don't want to go back down that road. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think – so, you know, I, I think James Miller has to be, like, the
1: leader, has to be the guy that gets that job. But here's another interesting name that's been been mentioned – a lot over the last 24 hours, right. is Greg Hire. Mm-hmm. Greg Hire's at Northwest Florida. They nope. just won the NCAA – NJCAA Division One National Championship. Yes, they did. label year. You know, he's been a high major assistant. He was at LSU. He was at Wichita. You know, so there's some yeah. – you know, that's kind of – there's been a little bit of buzz on that one too. No, no.
0: Rightfully so. Greg Hire's won like 90% of his games in JUCO. I love G8. He's like a – um a close person in my circle of basketball people, I would say, more or less, especially over the last few years, uh, went to the Final Four at Wichita, has recruited high-level dudes yeah. all the time, Chipola this time. I'm so glad he won it all. and I think he deserves to be a Division One head coach. Yeah. Uh, I just believe if you're there in attention and have built New Mexico State to what it is, Yep. With Chris James and you're his right hand man and Chris Chris James is endorsing you publicly. Yeah. This is the guy. Like I just feel like I mean, let's get it done. Yeah. No, I, and if you go back to James Miller's career in junior college, he wasn't at Northwest Florida, which is one of the best of the best, yeah. period, and has you know, people like Steve Forbes and others have won at the highest level there. He was at New Mexico Junior College, had two NBA players, and went to Hutch almost every year. Yep. And you're not supposed to do it there, they haven't done it the same way since you know. Right. Luke Adams is doing a great job, nothing against that. But Miller is an elite, elite basketball dude. And again, for, for Jans to say it to me is say less. And the players have endorsed it, they've been screaming it since it happened, which I think matters too. So it'd be different if they were both coming from different places. But when one is there, right. to me, no brainer, you're right, he's there. You know, he's recruited those guys. He knows the drill. But also, like you said,
1: you know, it's about winning. You got to win. 77 and 23 in three years at New Mexico Junior College. Right? 77 and 23. I mean, you can't argue with that. He knows how to win. He's recruited there. He's recruited at a high level. You know, so that's one, you know, you'd
0: like to think that's going to happen. It should Um, be a layup. Mario, But I don't know you. I don't know if you ever watched this. (laughs) Get that one done. No brainer. Okay. On to the next. NGH. You will get a head coaching job. Just keep plugging. I believe that. I think G.H. I agree will. with you. He
1: will, especially you win a national championship, you know, you know, junior college division one national championship with a high major background that he he has. Absolutely. He's, he's going to get a job.
0: Yeah, I love I love his story, the fact he won it, because there's a lot of people who kind of looked at it like, well, G.H., I don't know if he can do it in the head coaching seat. Yeah. It's like, well, he can really recruit. You know, I used to tell G.H., again, yeah, we're being blunt here. We're talking about the smoke. I'm like, GH, man, they treat you like a black dude sometimes, man. Like, all you can do is recruit. Like, they think you can't coach. Like, come on, man. And so, for him to be able to go win a national championship, I love it because, yeah, uh, yeah well, prove he can coach. And you know what? So,
1: let's go back to tweets. That's something that you tweeted about. You know, guys being the total package, not right. just. A right. recruiter, not just an ex and those guys, right? right? Well, so right, he he showed it, man. He's not
0: just a recruiter. He he, no doubt, he's a total He's, he's a high level. and he's a high level relationship dude that can get those dudes believing, and I love total everything package. about how he does it. I just think at some point in time he'll be a division one head coach. Um, yeah, total package. You're right. All right, next opening. Let's talk about San Diego. Yeah, that's a tricky one, and this one's almost like UMass. It's been open for a minute, like. San Diego, what are we doing? A little bit of what I heard is the AD likes the attention. Again, I don't know if you watch this podcast or listen. No harm. I don't have no problem with it. It's just a word on the street. It's our job to talk about it. So word on the street is AD likes the conversation, yeah. likes to be able to connect the dots and get the attention and all of that. So, I mean, I've heard from all kinds of people. I've heard a Mountain West head coach uh, was in conversation. I've heard uh, Mike Burns, an assistant who's at Boise, did a terrific job. Used to be an assistant there. James Jones, as you mentioned. Um, I've heard a few throwback coaches from out of the gate. Talk about what's going on in San Diego. Yeah,
1: no, you're right. That's That job is, again, one of those a little bit like UMass where it's, it's been open a long time where you got you to start moving on this. But, yeah, so you – know, you know,
0: None of the names mentioned are guys that are still playing. Maybe
1: there is one. I don't have uh, – I got one that's still playing possibly. Okay, <laughs> got you. But, you know, so, but like I said, I, you know, James Jones is definitely involved there without a doubt. Right. Um, you know, not a lot nicer living in, in San Diego than, than New Haven, Connecticut. No offense to New Haven. San Diego is a right. huge place. And, he, and, he's, and he's just
0: gotten it done. I mean, you talk about he a place. He's yeah. won, and won and won and won and to go do what he's done again. Like, yeah. I think he deserves to have that opportunity.
1: If you can win like he's won at Yale, you can win at San Diego. No doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But so, so two former guys that are getting a lot of play here. Uh, former Indiana State head coach Greg Lansing. Has been that talking about a lot there, and then former Utah head coach Larry Larry Christowiak, you know, former NBA player. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, those guys are are, are getting some play there. Um, uh, Darren Savino, assistant at UCLA. Yep. He, he's been talked about a lot there you know some scuttlebutt butt that, that maybe one of the one of the San Diego state assistants is involved but I, I don't know if there's a lot of truth to that right. um, you know so I, I just it, it's you know those are the names that, that you hear a lot right so I don't know if there's anything else going on there but again you got to think like this this thing needs to get done kind of soon <laughs>
0: yeah, I heard I heard, uh, I heard it uh, this, is, this is a funny again no no offense mr ad I don't know you I don't even know your name so this is no harm this is just the street talking. Um, I heard Wojciechowski he wanted to talk to just so he could talk to Coach K. And I don't know if that's true, but I just thought it was funny enough to say. Uh, I, I had to say it, but I, one name that is a, a good name that is kind of flying below the radar, Danny Sprinkle. I heard that name today that he may be the one, even though he's not the one talked about, that he may sneak in there and be the guy. Um, done a terrific job. Obviously, Montana State's his alma mater, so that's you know, always kind of tricky, but man, San Diego is a heck of a place to live. Yeah. And, uh, he's one of the people that could do a good job there. Cause you have to be a certain level grinder as a head coach, in my opinion, to
1: get that done. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think Danny Sprinkle's done a great job. And like you said, it's his alma mater. Um, I think he's going to move eventually though, especially when you start talking money. I mean, you know, I don't think he's making a ton at Montana state and, you know, some of the places that, that, Will be attractive to him. Right, we're probably going to pay him double.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a guy that's next on the list. He's going to be one of those guys that yeah. people are talking about. Like all, as all these guys have just moved up, who's the next tier to move up? He's in that category, absolutely, uh, without a doubt. Um, I got one for you. Can we go to one? Yeah, yeah please.
1: One that I've been talking about to a lot of people today. That, that just opened this week is LaSalle in Philadelphia. Mm, let's talk about that. You know, kind of a, a – you know, could be a pretty good a 10 job. Some people think so. Some people don't. Here's the best name I've heard there from a lot of people. Phil Martelli. I love that name. Associate head coach at Michigan now. Was was at St. Joe's forever. Really a legend at
0: St. Joe's if we want to just keep it a buck.
1: You know, so – but you know what? I'll give you one more than that. He's a legend in Philadelphia. That's you a good know? point. That was a Philly job. So, whether it's Martelli or not, this this job it's going to be a Philly guy that gets hired there, right?
0: You said I think you said there were some odds on that. What's the odds on that?
1: I put seven to five odds. I saw that. I saw that. That's almost like you know, it's almost a layup, right? Seven to five odds. I like that. You know, so I I like the name Martelli. The, The other name I really like is John Gallagher, though, from Hartford. I do like that
0: name. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he's a Philly guy, true and true too.
1: He is. He's a Philly guy. He started his career there a long time ago as an assistant. You know, obviously, the situation of Hartford, I mean, he took him to the NCAA tournament last year. Still he just started, hard. Was mind-blowing. You
0: thought you'd take him to the tournament and it would save it, but it didn't.
1: Unbelievable. Like, right. it, you know, and, and that all came out. And it's one thing, you know, if it came out this year, you know, they, they weren't as good. But, again, they weren't as good because guys left. And, you know, it's a, it's a disaster. But, you know, you're you're going to make that decision. Well, that, the decision was, was kind of made. But you're going to start kind of making that announcement after you play in the NCAA tournament for the first time. And all the PR and press you brought to school, it, it's disgusting. I mean, you know, not to go off on too much of a tangent. But if you read all the articles about the money that st Peter's is bringing into the school right now for this run that they made it right. is nuts I mean they're talking about like upwards of a hundred million dollars right you know for what they're doing right now and and the PR and everything it's gonna it's gonna like transform the university
0: oh it, it saved the
1: university absolutely and then you got you know guys like this president of Hartford who is you know doesn't like athletics and you know wants to go d3 like you, you got to be kidding me you right. know it's nuts it's nuts
0: like I think they, you get I think you get 1.6 million over six years for just making it. Yeah. And then if obviously once you advance, you give even more. So right. the St. Peter's conversation is because they're now in a sweet sixteen, they got a whole week and they beat Kentucky, yep. blue blood, a blue blood. So you know you got crazy buzz from that. And then you right. come back and beat Murray State. Now you're in Sweet Sixteen. Uh he's probably been seen Halloway's probably been the face of the, the the NCAA tournament so far, which is right. awesome. Which, right and, and and it's right. And it's it's just the amount of press they've gotten. I mean, on
1: every national broadcast, no not just sports, you know, like every, you know, you like watch anything. It's the story. It's St. Peter's. So everybody in America right now is talking about St. Peter's, right. you know, two weeks ago when they won the match, was anybody talking about St. Peter's? No, no. I mean, St. <laughs> Peter's and, you know,
0: I don't know, I don't know if you saw this. This is one of my favorite things from March Madden is like social media wise so far. There was a guy who literally like had a phone and was standing in the street and just stood in the circle and did like this to show, like, this is all of St. Peter's campus. This is (laughs) it. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is it. Nothing else. Oh, yeah. It's
1: nuts. It is nuts. And, you know, it's good for them, but that's, you know, kind of going back to to John Gallagher, you know, it's too bad, because you know he had that thing going at Hartford. You know, they won the American East. They're probably going to be good again. And then this hits. You know, it's a shame. So that's why, you know, I I think, you know, John Gallagher at LaSalle is a really good name there. I agree with that. You know, you know, And again, so, I mean, that opened this week, so that's so early there. So, um, early. But, but,
0: you but know, the way things are moving, now high majors are moving faster than mids, which I'm assuming yeah. that's because of the resources and all that's at stake. Mid majors yeah, yeah. haven't moved quite as quick unless they're moving guys up. Right, right. Um, but I do understand the resources are different. Uh, so since we talked about St. Peter's, I think the big conversation, I don't even think it started yet because people are so on such a high from what they're doing, but, it's yeah. gotta be the biggest no-brainer of all no-brainers that are open right now. Seton hall is just it's gotta already be done. It's gotta be. You would think so. The prodigal son comes home. He's not really the prodigal son, but the, the former hero mm-hmm. that led him to the sweet 16, and they're getting they're getting buzzed just right. because he's doing what he's doing, and they're showing the pictures side by side and the whole nine.
1: Yeah, right. Well, the, the last New Jersey team to make it to a sweet 16. In two thousand, with Seton Hall led by Shaheen Holloway, yep, you know, yep. like it just makes too much sense, right? Yep. But that's what scares me a little bit, right? It just makes too much sense, I'm like, like what you know. I mean, you and I know it, it works. Every a lot of people know it works, but you know, a, a guy like uh, uh, Grant Billmeyer, who has been there for a long time with with Willard, and right. you know, is kind of a local guy. What you know, what what maybe he just gets promoted,
0: you know? Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the hard part of it's probably if there wasn't a the buzz, it is. Yep. If St. Peter's has a regular year or maybe they don't even win a game, yep. maybe it's not even the conversation. Right. People just don't respect it enough, unfortunately. Right. But now that he's done what he's done, he yep. really deserves, in my humble opinion, just Shaheen Holloway deserves a major job, which Seton Hall is a high major job. It's in a biggie. Yeah. So you, you just consider a high major um yeah it's a no-brainer it's gotta be a no-brainer I agree and
1: also you know we talk about like the the the, the buzz right now with St. Peter's well Seton Hall should capitalize on that buzz a little bit you know you hire Shaheen Holloway so not only is he you know a, a former star at Seton Hall led Seton Hall to a sweet 16 but look what he just done did a St. No, St. Trans transformed St. Peter's and you know he's not a, he's not a Jersey guy. I get it. He's a New York city guy, but right now he is kind well, of he is a Seton hall guy though.
0: Exactly. You have to that up.
1: That's right. He's a Seton hall guy. So you bring back one of your own who just did a great job, you know, in your state. I mean, I, to me, it's an absolute, absolute no-brainer. no um, brainer. Nope. You know, I hope it's,
0: it seems so simple, right? But we'll see. We'll see. Should how be. It should be simple. We'll see how it goes down. Um, <laughs> what else is, it? is it is it western Michigan right yeah it's another one that's been open for a little while again mid majors open a little longer understandably so uh what's the word western Michigan
1: so I, you know what I, not a lot so I know of and I can't say that, I know of at least one well probably two now two high major assistants who want nothing to do with it anymore right. I guess it is not a very attractive job right now for, for a lot of reasons, right. Allery resources, whatever. Um, so there's definitely some, some high major guys that I, that I think were chasing it early that, that have now backed off. Um, so I really have no idea. Where it
0: it's kind of discouraging how quickly they, they moved on from the last coach. And I know it was, it felt like it was a band aid at the time for budget during the pandemic. Yep. Uh, but to only give the coach two years anywhere, yeah. It's hard to be able to say like, okay, this guy didn't get it done in two years. We got to get somebody else. Like, come on, you know. He just yeah, gotta... no,
1: right. and that's too bad. It was Clayton Bates, and it was a setup from the start. You know, he made you know one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars less. Yeah. got a yeah. discount big time. Exactly. He signed a two year contract. You can't you can't sign a new coach with a two year contract. You can't recruit anybody. You know, like you just knew it wasn't going to work out. But it, it, it from from my point of view, and my mind, just kind of looking at this from the outside, like they didn't do anything. To kind of correct that and set them up for success going going forward, you know. Right. Again, we we'll talk about a lot of these jobs getting filled so quickly because ads have plans. They know what they want. Boom, boom, yep. boom you know. Hey, you know, Georgia fires Tom Crean, and within a
0: couple of days they have Mike White. Boom, done. boom, get that done, right? So this, <sighs> even so- Illinois State, as a mid-major, they got theirs done relatively fast too. Right, to be able to hire, you know, their Iowa State system.
1: Right, exactly. So, 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 I guess my point is, if you're Western Michigan, right, you know in two years you're hiring a new coach, right?
0: right? So
1: the day that you hired Clayton Bates, why aren't you starting to set these things up? No uh, doubt. So, and and I heard from one very, very good high major assistant in the Midwest who I know very well who was involved who said absolutely not. Not right. doing. It. No. Uh, so I, I don't know what's gonna happen there. And again it's been open for a while now. So yeah,
0: interesting. I I, I would uh I'll throw out one name. I haven't heard his name uh, necessarily, but uh, Charles Thomas mm-hmm. at Duquesne interviewed at Eastern Michigan last year. Just got inducted to the Hall of Fame in Eastern Michigan. Played in the NBA, yeah. deep roots in Michigan. If you were going to take it, I don't even say take a chance, if you were going to give somebody an opportunity for less that you want to invest in and see them grow it, yeah. give a guy like that a chance. Ben Johnson's had tremendous success at Minnesota in the first year where they had injuries, whatever else, all things considered, people probably didn't think he was going to be as good as he was. Um, I just love to be able to see guys have that opportunity to do it. So I think he would be a good one, uh, yep. my humble opinion. Yep. Uh, finished, I think, second in Eastern Michigan. So why not hire him at Western? And he's a grinder enough as a head, as a recruiter and a relationship guy that I think he can make that place into something that at least can be competitive, respectable, and then hopefully you can put the resource back in you can take it to the next level. You know, right. we, we talked to Joe Golding uh, in an interview and he talked about Abilene Christian. He said, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I finally had to have a conversation and say, if we don't put money into it, it's just going to always be this. Right. So you can't win without the resources. But at some point there's got to be like, a, okay, we see where you're going. We'll put some in now and see where it goes. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree with you.
1: And I think, you know, w- with a place like Western Michigan, I think, you know – I don't know who it's going to be at this point, but I, I'm assuming at this point it will not be like a high major assistant that maybe right. they were looking for. I think it'll be maybe one of those mid major guys, you know, like you know, coming from a Duquesne, where hey, he, you know, you're, you're becoming a head coach at Division one level. Right, um, you Just know, from, out. Yeah, like, like like more of a, a mid major type assistant, right? No one likes. I know no one likes to be called a low major, but you know, someone right, you know, even,
0: or like, even a low major head coach that has proven to do. Something similar, you know. You look at a, I mean, I, this is way different part of the country, but Austin Kalant at Nichols has won multiple championships at Nichols. Yeah. I mean, Richie Riley's moved on, and he's always in the conversation for jobs as it keeps going. And Austin Kalant has done a terrific job. Like, okay, let's, let's give him an opportunity. Uh, somebody like that, who you know, can do more with less, if you're going to do it that way. Um All right, next one. I don't even know what else is open anymore. I've, I feel like I've run through I've a couple swag jobs. Let's do both of those. At once, Alabama.
1: So, uh, well, so here's here's the one that that that, that I don't like is Alabama A and M, right? Yep. So that just opened today, and that's that was Dylan Howard who got released. Yep. And um, so, if you look at if you look at Dylan Howard, so you know, obviously, I know his his record wasn't very good there, right? Right. But they actually had had a pretty good year. You know, they went ten and eight in the SWAC this year. You Know they were like 12 and 18 overall, and, and one of the it's hard playing to- money games so that I don't even. I was just gonna say oh that God. you can't, you can never look at a SWAC's you know overall Brucey. because right. they're going out and they're playing everybody. The they have to, right? You have to do it, and that's part of it, and that sucks, but it's part of it, right? But you hard look at Howard's uh SWAC record this year, he was 10 and eight, you know, so he had a pretty good year um 12 games is the most he had won there like the you know he, he had in last year they it was definitely a COVID shortened year for them they didn't play a full schedule they only won six games last year well he's right. up 12 this year so you know to be honest like why I, you know unless there's more going on who knows I, I don't know I mean no, he's I, a top, top
0: shelf guy top shelf guy top shelf yeah. uh, human being
1: uh, yeah and I I was you know personally I was you know and, and we always say like we know this is the business and <laughs> You know, you get into it and you know this is going to happen. But, like, when that one came across today, I I, I was disappointed in that one. You know, I I think some of these other guys, you know, like um, uh, Tim Jankovic at SMU retired today. Fine. Whatever. You kind of knew that was coming. But, like, you know, you you see, like, this one, Dylan Howard, and that's kind of – that's, that's you know, those are the ones you don't like to see because I I think that's – again, you know, and and I've talked to – actually, I've talked to a lot of people about this one today because it's a – I don't know. It's just not great. Um, you know, his overall record was not very good. There, I get it. Right, I understand. Right, it. right, right. It's hard in the swack and again, but look what he did this year. No doubt. So, um, but again, you know, you go back, and, and and I've said it here before, and I've said it other places where it is kind of this COVID trickle down, though. Yep, where it is, you know. Like I said,
0: and I think he kind of knew it. I think he kind of knew he had a window to try to hit it and yeah. Yeah. do it, and that wasn't right necessarily either, which definitely right. makes it harder. But yeah. I mean, again, yeah, top shelf dudes. Great person. Uh, yeah. He's been a Division three head coach and had success. Yeah. He's been an assistant with Sean Woods when they were at Moorhead, and uh, he's had success. So he'll he'll bounce back and land on his feet for sure. Uh, I don't know if there's anything at Alabama State. Alabama State also open. I haven't heard a thing there. Nope, haven't heard either. No. All right, let's talk. Uh, give me one that's not SMU. I'm gonna grab my charger while I I'll let you talk about it, and then come right back. What, okay. what are we talking about? For any job that's not SMU, we'll talk about that when I come back. All right, let's, let's do that. So let's talk about Cle- – we'll talk about Cleveland State. I like this one. I got a little something on this one. All right, well, well so I go, – I'll go first. I'll go first. Go ahead. I want to hear what you got. I'm gonna let you roll. Okay. So there's two guys that have, obviously that are there They could take over. Yeah. Yeah. So on the one side, it feels like what I've been told um, and didn't even look for this information just kind of came <coughs> – But LeBron's teammate Mm -hmm. connection, he's going to step in and possibly give them the similar deal that uh, like a Florida and m had LeBron gear and, you know, the whole nine and outfit them as home. It's Cleveland. And, uh, you know, Joyce is going to have a chance to be a head coach. Uh, He's got family in the state that are coaching in high school that are having a lot of success and connected to players. So, There's just kind of this Ohio pipeline that feels like next person up. Uh, That's kind of what I heard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think.
0: Drew Joyce, is that correct? Drew
1: Joyce, you're right. Yep. So Drew Joyce has been.
0: And his brother Cam is a high school coach in the state. And I think his father may be a high school coach as well.
1: Yeah, no. So that's the name. But, you know, they also have Rob Summers there as an assistant. Yes, they do. You know. There's a little bit of there's there's a camp there that that thinks
0: he could be the guy too. Right. Uh, but, I mean, but, I don't I don't know if you can go wrong with either one. The, the LeBron, if he does step in, it makes it hard to turn that down that power play. But man, those dudes help. I was in the league with those dudes, Cleveland State. They inherited. People almost forget how bad of a job Cleveland State was when they inherited it, and he yep. got it. So he got the job in July. Yep. I mean, it was literally we were on the road and the, Cleveland State's open. It's like. Now, his field is like put a team together that were really competitive. I think he might have got coach of the year the first year, if I'm not mistaken. But then, second year and third year, they obviously won a championship.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the you know, he got, he, I think he was coach of the year twice in a row in that league. Yep. I think first and second year. Yeah. I could be wrong. No, you're right. And, and, but you're right. And a lot of people forget, you know, what bad shape. Yeah. Dennis Felton left that program in. I mean, it yeah. was awful. It was okay. bad. I mean, so it was a, lot, there was a lot of madness going on.
0: And it was a mass exodus.
1: Yep, yep. So, you know, so a couple things there, though. You know, Rob Summers and Drew Joyce. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, a coach leaves, especially a coach gets fired. You know, the assistants are the ones that suffer. Both these guys are going to be fine. Right. Because one of them's going to one's going
0: to be at Missouri. Right. One's gonna be there.
1: Exactly. One's going to be in the SEC here. So, okay. you know, it, it, it's not a terrible, you know, it's kind of a, a win-win. Um, you know, obviously you want to be a head coach, but you know, being an assistant in the SEC is not a terrible thing either, right? No, doubt. no um, doubt. And again, and if those are the guys, but you gotta figure, you know, again, I know we've
0: talked about this a lot today already. It has to be one of those guys. You gotta you gotta bump one of those guys. Gotta bump them up. I agree. I love it. Um, all right. What's another one? Is there any more open? Oh, let me see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what I have not covered. Uh not. I'm looking at my list too. Lafayette, probably not much. All right, I'm gonna give you one. LaTeX. We'll talk a lot tech. I'm going to bounce and go get my Charger. You're going to talk LaTex. I'll be ready. Right well, hold on. Let's go back to Lafayette first. Okay, let's go La, Let's go Lafayette and LaTex. All
1: right, we're going to go to Lafayette first. All right, so from what I've got, it seems like they're down to six right now. Um, a group right. of, of, of six finalists. Um, two current Division three head coaches that have been Division I assistants. Um, two... Division one assistants um, from from bigger schools um, and a couple others, um, but but it seems like it, it seems like they've finally gotten that down to six. It seems like it's going to be a guy um, from from like a high academic background, right? Uh, but also a guy that has recruited at the Division one level and probably a guy that has recruited maybe in the Ivy League. So I, I think you know you you look at Lafayette. I think that'll Um, Get sooner rather than later at this point, like I said, down to six, definitely know some guys that have been there. Um, So that's an interesting one, Louisiana tech, man, this one is so fresh. Um, Eric Conkle obviously did a, did a great job there, moved on to Tulsa. Great, great job for him. Um, Early on again, and Brian and I, we've talked about it a lot today is, the assistant getting the bump. Um, you look at a guy, you know, maybe like Duffy Conroy, who's been there for a while. Um, as a guy, maybe, maybe in the mix. Don't know, um, you know. But it's so it's so early there um, at Louisiana Tech. Like I said, Conroy's been there. Uh, I think he's been there like seven, eight years. Yep. You know, I, I think he'd be the next man up. But I, I to be honest, I, I don't know if that's the guy there. Um, yep.
0: Again, yeah, it feels play. like it feels like the higher you go, excuse me, the mid major plus ish mid major jobs, it yep. doesn't happen as much. Yep. Without yep. having maybe that tournament success. Yeah. Feels yep. like it has to be a part of it. Yeah. Uh although um Latex did win the league last year. Yep. But definitely I feel like sometimes, again, at that level, they just almost want a little bit more from you to do that Yeah, because they want to look for a reason not to do it versus a reason to do it versus like Murray Murray State and and New Mexico State. Well, they went to the tournament, you know, so it's it's just a different I don't know for ADs. It feels like it's different. But uh, I did hear a name that they reached out to that sounds like he's pretty locked in where he's at. was Jordan Mincy still to like 2040 I think no it's 30 I think but still he signed a long term deal at that level Uh, not many guys signed deals like that at that level credit to the AD and Jordan Mincy but I did hear uh, that he's going to be locked in there and uh, keep winning and almost maybe steal a little bit from the Dennis Gates book and You know, just win where he's at and then get the next higher level job. No,
1: you're right. I think he's in a great situation there. And, you know, but but I think you make a really good point about Louisiana Tech. You call him like a mid-major plus. Yeah. You know, I think you're right. And that's why, like, I think, you know, you talk about they might be attractive to a current head coach. Right. You know, from maybe the A-Sun or one of those leagues, you know, where it is a bump. Um, So that's where it's a little bit different. Like you said, like a guy like Duffy Conroe, who's been an assistant there, you know, that might be a harder promotion. Right. Uh, you know, again, again, going back to like James Miller, New Mexico State, you know, it's an NCAA tournament team.
0: He's right. a- and, they've, a and they've done it more than once. They've done this tournament more than once. So that's Exactly.
1: That- exactly. And you can look at James James Miller's resume and see 77 and 23 right. as a junior college head coach where right. you can't look at that. You know, so that's that's one of those where I think that that's probably going to be, you know, truly open um,
0: and looking forward to kind of hearing some other names. Over the next couple of days. Good job, though. I mean, if you look at people that have been there, Mike White was there before yeah, Conco That's right. Um, Mike White, I believe, was a high major assistant when he got the job, correct? I believe he was, too. Yeah, he was. So was there at Yep. a high major job. Um, yep. Chris Caputo, we haven't mentioned in a little while, but I feel yep. like with the year that they're having, yep. that he's going to get some opportunity, and, and deservingly so, has been the right-hand man there with Nega. Yeah, um, so
1: he's so he's definitely involved in, in, in George at George Washington as well. Yeah, I thought I heard that. Okay. Yeah, I and I, I, I didn't mention him earlier. I don't know why I get too many notes here, but he is definitely that's involved good. there. Um, without a doubt. Um so there, there's a fourth, and again, like all the Brian, I'm getting old and some of this stuff kind of <laughs> you
0: know that's all
1: right. That's all right. So there is there is a, there is a another guy involved at George Washington who is a high major a, is a assistant in the Midwest, who is definitely involved at George nice. Washington. Um I like it. But, yeah, but I, I would put uh, Caputo and a high major assistant from the Midwest who doesn't want his name on any of this stuff. Right. Uh, definitely
0: involved. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like to see it. Ball stage one we haven't talked about yet. Uh, yeah, I heard I heard Terry Johnson from Purdue today. I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. Um, I heard uh, – I've heard a few names for this job, actually. I heard a gentleman at uh, – I'm, I'm Ryan Murphy, is that his name? It's at – Murphy that's at Notre Dame. I heard his name today. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's what's what are you hearing on Ball yeah. State? Well, I think
1: I think the one kind of getting the most juice right now uh, is Michael Lewis from from uh, UCLA. Nice. I heard he's, that.
0: Yeah, I read that with you.
1: Well, he, he's an Indiana native. He played at Indiana for for Bobby Knight. Yep. But I think the reason he's getting the most juice is because you know a few days ago Mick Cronin said publicly, "Hey, you know Ball State, you got to hire Michael Lewis." I love so, it. You know, he's got a lot of guys. I love Mick
0: Cronin, man. I love it. Put yeah. it out there.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he put it out there. Um, you know, a couple other names that that you hear a little bit. Um, you know, Link Darner, who's there as an assistant. We talked about him last time. I mean, yeah. I think it's a sneaky a tricky, play.
0: One. A tricky one.
1: Yeah, you, you never know. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, and I had a couple more. Oh, how about? Uh, and I, th- I think we talked about this one last time too. Ben McCollum from Northwest
0: yeah. uh, Missouri
1: State. You know, he, he's. I watched. I watched Northwest Missouri State play today. I mean, they're phenomenal. Ooh. I mean, they're like a. a you know. Well the, oil, they, oil they, machine. They really are. They're so good. I mean, he's gonna get a division one job soon. Uh, you know, with, I mean it's just I, I just wonder with him what's taking so long for people to do it. Yeah. Well no, I agree. I, I don't know why so you know he was definitely involved at Milwaukee. The Milwaukee went and hired Bart Lundy from, from Queens and Charlotte, right. um, yep. which was a great hire. I think he's gonna yep. be great there. Um but I yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know what's taking anybody so long to hire Ben McCollum and again I watched I watched the the second half of their game today against Bentley they blew Bentley out like you watch them and like they are like a division one program I mean there is no Uh,
0: you watch a lot lot of them
1: yeah yeah so that's that's,
0: one of the best offensive coaches in the country
1: yeah and you know what the other thing is that you know I watched guys. they took four charges today Mm. Uh, you know they they play so hard they're big they're physical and and they just get up in you. They they put a run on Bentley today that was unreal because they just got up in him. Bentley got frustrated and just started running guys over. Um, you want to come say hi? Yeah, <laughs> I
0: got I got some snacks brought down to me. Thanks. Oh, nice. Uh, nice, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say hi. I just wanted you can say hi. Yeah. What Should are I we have... got?
1: Any good snacks?
0: Oh, you're gonna say hi? Wow, I'm making it appearance. Hey, <laughs> what's this happening? Is, this is Adam Not Nelson. It. Hey, nice yes. to you're meet on you. Hoot Talk. You're live.
1: Oh, exciting! You brought us <laughs> snacks. We have snacks. We did yogurt and granola and popcorn. Oh, that's healthy! I thought we were gonna get we get like chocolate or something. Huh? <laughs> healthy snacks. Oh, <laughs> we'll,
0: take we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll
1: take it. I guess we'll take it. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice.
0: To meet appreciate you, Grayson, <laughs> with your presence. You're welcome. Right. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yes. Have a yes. Thanks. All right. Um, we got the entertainment for tonight.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Um. <laughs> All right, Ball State. What else we got? I, I don't even know. What else we got? We got a few more left.
1: I think we good. I think we cover most of the good ones. So he, here's the other thing I'll say that. Yes. So, so far. Oh, I got one more.
0: Go ahead. I like this. because
1: no, no, go I'll wrap it with this. Go ahead. Give me
0: one more. This, this is this is the this is the one I said to hold on for. So the SMU one. Yep. Is the one everyone's buzzing about and everyone's talking about, and I definitely have some opinions on it. I'm definitely close to the gentleman involved that, or the name that's involved that work for McCaslin yeah. um, and close to those guys at North Texas. Yeah. I have not talked to any of them about it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's tricky, man. Um, my humble opinion is I understand why he would be the target. It makes sense. Yeah. But here's the flip side to all the people that are saying that he's going to do it. And I think even maybe one person, maybe Jeff Goodman was the one that finally said, like, it may take a lot more money to do it. Whatever he said, I don't know. But here's the thing. They're in the same league now, right? And you're talking about probably between SMU, which is in Highland Park, downtown area of Dallas, uptown area of Dallas, Mm -hmm. to Denton, Texas, is probably 30 minutes, maybe 45 at the most, Mm -hmm. right? So – you're looking at <clears throat> barely moving, but it cha- the job is so different at the two places. Yeah, One's a private school, one is not. One, you're already there, you're already beloved, you're already the hero in a sense to put the program where it's never been. Um, it's just a different job when you when you go there. Then your staff changes because Grant McCazin, if he does take SMU, Ross Hodge, gets the new N T job. That's pretty much been said and, and known. So now your right-hand man is no longer there. You're in the same league coaching against each other. The Americans, probably a two-bid league on an, on normal years. Memphis and someone else probably will say for now because it's changed. There's no Houston. Wichita State's not in the same place that they've been in. and um, So Cincinnati's not in the same place they've been in. They're not in the league anymore. So the league is different. But if you look at the formula, this is, again, my humble opinion. Number one, I think if he's going to make the move, Grant, then he's going to get a Power 5 job. That's my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. He deserves one. He's as good as every single person, if not better, resume than the head coach we've talked about that have gotten these jobs. Yeah. Uh, there just hasn't been as many Big 12 jobs <laughs> More his region. Yep. Um, and then I think the other part is if you look at the roster of what they've had success with, it's been Juco guys. JUCO guys don't really go to SMU. That doesn't really fit. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying he's not going to do it. If he does it, I'm, I'm excited for him. If he does, I'm excited for him if he doesn't. But I think there's more to the story, and these dudes are calculated <laughs> guys. That, and they want to put this <laughs> in for not only quality of life. He he, he has a great relationship with his AD Baker, who's a high-level AD, which is what you want in having a job. You want to have the support to know whatever you need to get, you can get done. I don't think it's going to be a money deal. It's like, oh, I mean, again, that's just my humble opinion, because if you're going to do one of those hard jobs, because the expectation in North Texas is where it is, and they've built that. People may expect that still, but you go to someplace new, now you got to do it again. And if it's not the place that you really want to be, I don't know. Power five, we all know most of the time in those leagues, if you can finish with us, you have so many more opportunities to go to the tournament versus in the AAC you're not going to have the same level of opportunity. So if you're going to do it, why not just stay where you are, where you can kind of fly underneath some parts of the radar, your staff is in place, you know how to do it there. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. That was a lot. Sorry.
1: No, no, listen. So that's your, that's, you, you know, you, you know that situation probably better than a lot of people out there. So I would defer to you here's the only thing that, that i heard from a couple people today right yeah please and, and you talk about the money I, I think the money is a big factor when you think about you know mccaslin making you know reportedly about six hundred thousand at north right. texas right and going to smu where you
0: might make two million or just over two million now you if know? you if you're if you're gonna pay that kind of money yep. that changes everything yeah so that and that's, but, so that's what it is. power five money
1: so, th- so that's that's kind of the word on the street is that that's like right. a $2 million a year job. So, you know, that's 1.4 more
0: million reasons that, uh, you know, he, he might consider it, you know. So I think on the flip side, playing both sides of it, right, there's two sides. Yep. The other side is, well, they put the money up for Larry Brown and they put the support up. They have it. They have the arena. They have the yeah. – they have enough cachet. They've done it. So it can be done there. Yep. But if they're playing power five money, that changes everything. Because ultimately, people are still trying to provide for their families. Yep. And, if you, and if you can hire a high-level staff with power five assistant money, mm-hmm. that also changes the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about when Larry Brown went there, Jaren's Howard and Yurik Malagy were two of his hires. They're now the assistants at Texas, you know, and they were, they've been at Kansas and everywhere yep. else. So Big, big time. Yeah, yeah, big time money. If you if you're dumb on the big time money, it could change the game. So yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll drop the mic on that. Boom. I'm not, I'm not I'm not looking to sway one way or the other. Uh, whatever he does, happy for him. He's gonna kill it. I got it. I'm, I got you. All oh, right. Final thoughts
1: you. You. on so the top stuff. Last thought right That's here, right? right. Yep. So in this kind of off season or you know this season, so 43 jobs have have opened mm. so far, right? And open close whatever. So it's 43. I think you picked fifty. 50- I put 58.5. 58. Yeah, 58, okay. And I will tell you this: we're still going to sneak up and get close to that. You know, there's still a bunch that are gonna open, so it, it might not quite get there. I was surprised that a couple guys got that vote of confidence and are getting a year. Yeah. But pay attention to these next couple of weeks. Like we're not done yet. Like it, yeah. it may be slowing a little bit, maybe, but we're not done because there's still a bunch of mid and and quote-unquote low majors that are going to open. There's definitely a bunch sitting out there. Um, Probably a couple on Friday of this week. ADs love to do it. They like to sneak him in on Friday night and then Sunday afternoon. So between Friday night of this week and Sunday, you're going to see a couple more open. Without a doubt, I think we're going to have that slow trickle getting us, you know, nudging us past 50 soon here and and getting close to that
0: 58. So we are not done yet. Yeah, I will say it seems like people have been – especially the high majors – and that's the ones that get all the attention, but it seems like it's happened so much faster on hires and fires than normal. Um, any non division one jobs that are new that stick out to you to mention before we close. And we will, uh, for those that uh, follow and watch the episodes, we will have a second episode coming up. Second it's this is episode five. We'll have episode six. Episode six will actually talk about some of the hires and the current basketball climate, Sweet 16, uh, in division three championship, NAI championship. We'll go through all that, so we'll go through that next. But any other jobs that are non division one, and of course, you can always find stuff at hoopdirt.com. You guys, if you don't know that, then we got other problems. But <laughs> well, here's, here's the only one. And, and, and I, you know, I don't know if you consider this a non
1: Division one anymore or not, but Queen's University of Charlotte. Ah, yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Great job. Great yes. job. Great job. Great job. You know, and obviously I, I think they're going to go Division one, and, you know, but that's a really good job. Um, so that, that's one to keep an eye on. Like I said, Bart Lundy's done a great job there, parlayed that into Milwaukee. Yep. Which I think he can do good things in there. So, but that's one that that's opened recently that I think will be a good one. Um, you know, other than that, the NAIA's and, and junior colleges have been, you know, moving and grooving a lot of new openings. The, the division threes are starting to open. Uh, North Central College in Illinois just opened. That's a good job he took an NAIA, NAIA job at Hastings College. So, there's there's definitely stuff starting to move. Man, keep keep an eye on those small small colleges. Carlton College just opened. So, yep. some really good stuff. What, what
0: about the Queens? Have you heard? I'm assuming. There may be someone in place there that's, yeah. you know, is there is there somebody that you're hearing about this one? Because I did hear yeah. an name that's kind of out of the blue. Yeah, so well, what did you hear? <laughs> I, heard, I heard a Mountain West assistant, Nate Dixon, used to be an assistant there. Yep. I think started his career there maybe, something somebody was telling me, but they thought, like, he was going to be deep in this thing. So yeah. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Um, people- so- give me random information now i'm not on your level by any means but uh <laughs> well, I'll yeah. tell
1: you, so, so they, they've got a guy in place there right now uh grant leonard who's their associate yeah, i figured
0: he had to be considered
1: yeah and, and he's been in there so from from what i hear and i've, I've actually talked to some, some people there um he actually has a lot of internal support you know there is a lot but you know it, it's a little bit different when you talk about a possible move to division one you know I, right. I think if queens was <laughs> 100% staying division II, Committed, boom, boom, boom. He's your guy without a doubt, right? Um, but it becomes a little bit of a different ball game when you talk about moving right. to Division One. So, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he's a really, really good guy, and, and I, I hope he, he would have the chance to get this.
0: But, right, uh, that's a phenomenal job! Phenomenal job, yeah, big time, big time job, and big time history. And I love the ideas going to Division One because I mean, we yeah. keep seeing it, whether it's St. Peter's, Avalon Christian, um, just smaller college schools or Roberts just getting these huge wins in the tournament, UMBC going back to kind of uh, Nate Dixon and um, his head coach was a part of that. So yeah, just love to see those small schools when they get a chance to get in the tournament and then make some noise. Yeah, man, there's nothing like it. It It's a game changer. It's a game changer. It is. It is. Well, episode five, we are done. You know where to find us. Episode six coming next. Uh, stay live. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.